Welcome to Lions Radio Network, where the show takes you on a roaring adventure with entertaining and stimulating topics focusing on entertainment, sports, business, world news, along with many other topics. Whatever your interests are, you will find them right here on Lions Radio Network. Hey, what's up, you guys? My promo is going to play here in a minute because my switchboard just froze, even though it's been on for, I don't know, 30 minutes. Anyways, I'm get interrupted here, and we'll get used to it. This is Jess Bull on Lions Radio Network. This is Jess Messen Broadcast, and I have a great guest with us here. Kara Kelly is with us. Hi, Kara. How are Hi. you? Hi, Jess. Okay, I'm well, great. How are you? I'm good. I mean, the shit show has begun, and we'll see what happens here when all of this clicks over. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just like, it is what it is. Like, I'm just so used to it by this point. Um, so oh, Karen, you tell you. Yeah, Jess Messen Broadcast is hosted by Jess Fole, a visual artist from Baltimore, Maryland. Jess invites those who've inspired her. Jess Messen Broadcast is hosted by Jess Fole, a visual artist from Baltimore, Maryland. Jess invites those who've inspired her to recount their tales of becoming professional artists and creators. Through sharing memories and stories, Jess and her guests relive experiences, discuss new projects, and foster new ideas, all while making sense of this crazy pop culture world we live in. Tune in weekly for a variety of guests ranging from musicians, designers, artists, and entrepreneurs who are actively creating the world around us. And now, it's time for Jess Messin Broadcast with Jess Full. Okay, okay, so that's my promo. <laughs> and, Love it. Uh, Great. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Um, yeah, I know. Like, I don't know. All I have to do is press, like, three buttons over here, and I do it, and then it does its own thing. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. So, anyways, Kara Kelly is with us, amazing singer-songwriter, um, fan leader, accomplished musician, intelligent and beautiful badass female, oh. dear friend of, uh, I know, but I had to say it. And, um, you know, a dear friend of mine, we've been friends for a really, really long time, back before we even knew that this was going to happen from, you know, high school party days. So, Carrie Kelly, welcome. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me, girl. Oh this my gosh, great. my pleasure. I know, it's a lot of fun once you get rolling. So let's start off with a backstory of Kara Kelly. Like, I know Kara Kelly from, you know, prep school days, you know, sports against each other, all that sort of good stuff. And, like, you know. Yes, I didn't really play I any remember, sports, let's be honest. No, I didn't really, but, but, like, all that good, like, you know, like, high school shit. Then, yeah. Yeah, you know, and then we – I we both moved away. You moved to San Francisco or California or something, Colorado. Where'd you go? Jackson, Wyoming. Jackson, Wyoming. That right. big square state in the middle. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And then on like a whim, we both ran into each other when we had moved back relatively within the same time, and we ran into each other at one of your brother's gigs. And yes, I do remember. 
Yeah, it was totally like, what the fuck? So anyways, tell us um, kind of what, what, how the music thing started happening for you, if that was something that was part of it when you were a kid and all that good stuff. Yeah, um, it was. I've been, you know, I've been singing since I was, oh, by, backstory, like just side note, I'm out walking dogs right now, so if you hear dogs barking or dogs panting, that's, <laughs> that's the story. Um, really so, yeah, I'm a multitasker <laughs> here. Um, so, yeah, I started playing piano when I was a little girl um, and singing, doing, you know, voice lessons, chorale, that sort of thing. And then um, it's so funny, like, growing up in Baltimore, I mean, it's what I loved. I loved music. I loved performing. And I knew it's what I wanted to do in my heart, but I, you know, this, like, environment that we grew up in was pretty traditional. So unless you found Absolutely. a way to do that in, like, you know, like, oh, okay, you, or do you want to play classical music? Oh, okay, well, then there's a field for that. But if not, otherwise, you know, I was sort of left, like, just sort of scrambling, like, not really no, drifting, I guess is a better word. Well, that's, so we've, I actually had a mutual friend of ours on here, Michael Rice, and, you know, we talked about that, know, too, Mike, yeah. But, yeah, that uh, we talked about that, too, and it's, like, great to have you on here that, you know, it's hard for people to understand, especially with, like, my backstory. They're like, if you wanted to be an artist, why didn't you explore being an artist as a kid? And I'm like, I didn't grow up that way. Like, that wasn't really, like, yeah. that wasn't, like, an avenue for me. Like, it was, like, you can do that. That's fun. But, like, that wasn't Right. Really if you want to do it for fun. Totally. Yes. Yeah. Like, okay, sure. That's a good hobby. Or, or. If you want to do it for a living, then you can study opera and go to school for it, mm -hmm. and which wasn't where my heart was. What? So I just right. was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do with my life. So I went to college, and I was, you know, fortunate to go to school and got a degree in English and still had no idea what I wanted to do with my life um, and just kept singing. Like, I just kept doing it. Um, but not, not with any sort of direction, um, and then moved away. Just like kind of was like, I gotta get out of this town, collect myself, yeah. figure it out. So I mean, I, I totally get that because the way it was interesting, and you know, when I um, moved away and like went and explored all that like rock and roll New York City stuff, like my friends from prep school and stuff did not get it. They were like, why on earth would you want to be doing this? And I was like, what? this is amazing. Are you, I'm like, well, you don't think this is awesome? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm having, like, the best time ever. So, like, you know, it was, it was kind of, like, imperative for me to do that because I did not have that circle of friends here yet, you know? Right. Like, I was sure, sure. no, I didn't grow up in that. Yeah, I definitely understand. And, um. It took, like, moving away, going, actually, I will, I will credit my time in Jackson as um, sort of a, a, like a, a catalyst to me finding my way in that sense because here I was, I found myself living in this little mountain town with all of these drifters, <laughs> right? Like, all of these, yeah. like, soul people, soulmates of mine. Right. All these people that really 
group, a lot of people who grew up in these like, tr- like traditional manners that just didn't feel like they fit fit in quite right. They right. Didn't, no one really knew. They just wanted to live and they wanted to be happy. So I saw I, I saw all the, I met so many creative people, really really talented creative people who were doing just that, who were right. singing in bands or making art or whatever it was that was their passion, they were doing it. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. Like, so, oh, yeah, oh, my God. This is real. Okay. Like, you people are just doing this? Yeah. Like, no way. And so I finally, after, like, several years living out there and being immersed in this, like, world of creative people who, like, sort of just free-spirited individuals and getting the courage to say, you know what, I think I'm going to give this a try. I, um, I, I, I never forget I called my brother, who was, who played music as well. He was living in Baltimore. And I was like, he was in like the jazz circle, more experimental kind of underground scene. And I was like, I I think I wanna, I wanna move home. He was like, great, that's great. I was like, I think I'm gonna start a band. He was like, even better. Like, great, come on. There's like a lot of music scene here in Baltimore. Like you. You'll, you'll love it. Come back. And he's like, I'll help you. And I was like, all right. And that was in 2009 when I made the decision. And then I came home in 2010. Uh-huh. And two weeks after being home, without, I was feeling like, sort of like, what have I done? Why did I leave like that really awesome place? Like, like what's oh, happening? <laughs> yeah. And then I was hanging out with friends of mine um, at a bar in South Point. And they were like, there's this really great blues band playing. You'll love it. Like, let's go see them. Let's go hang out. And um, and in the band was Old Man Brown, mm-hmm. which at the time was, was led by Adam Wakefield, and mm-hmm. started just shooting the shit with them, like the whole band, and Adam, like, at the bar during their set break. And I was like, oh, I just moved to Baltimore, trying to find some footing here <laughs> in this music scene. And he was like, oh, would you... Do you sing? Like, what's your deal? And he's like, well, why don't you come up and sing one with us? And I was like, all right, cool. So I got up and I sang Angel from Montgomery with them. And he was like, you're pretty good. Like, would you want to, if you ever want to, like, do this again, like, let me know. And then he gave me a call two weeks later out of the blue and was like, hey, do you want to, like, would you be interested in singing backup vocals? I was going to put, like, together a backup section for the band. And I was like, sure, why not? And so it was really cool because there was, like, a friendship forged there right and then I sort of met you're like, a lot you're, of your toe in the pool you know like you're like all right I'm back and I'm just gonna be up in here yeah it was yeah. great I mean it was like met a ton of people met a lot of really really great people great friends in this town and made a lot of friends and and it was I had two years of doing that that I was like okay I think I'm gonna just start my own project I started writing songs and just put together a lot of covers, and together with my brother who helped me, we put together some musicians, some really, really talented musicians, and we started a band. And 2000, it was July 2012 was our uh-huh. first gig. Yeah, and then, As you know, it's a certainly, right? yes, and it has evolved. You know, the project itself has evolved tremendously yeah. over the last, God, seven years, but... That's how it sort of where it all began. 
it definitely sounds like, you know, that was kind of the experience for me in the sense that, you know, growing up here, it was definitely a tunnel vision. And then I moved away and I was fortunate enough to land in New York City. And, um, you know, same exact thing. Like I got connected with people that just like totally opened my eyes and like showed me and implored me that, you know, you can do this and encouraged me to do it. And so like, you know, 10 years later, here you are. And it's, like kind of funny when stuff like that is kismet in the sense because we legit did not grow up that way and to end up to end up here anyway just kind of shows you like how you know kind of how that works like it just like kind of is what it is you know yeah it's like it's crazy I mean I don't I'm certainly grateful for and a happy childhood and, and I'm grateful for that but it was, I was lost, dude, like, and I still, I still sometimes feel like I'm a little lost, but, um, so let's talk about that, let's talk about that, because you recently took some time off, and Kara's been working on some stuff, so we're going to talk about that a little bit, but let's talk about, like, yeah. kind of where you, like, why you took time off, what was going on, and, um, kind of, like, what you needed to do for you to be, like, the strongest creative person you could, you can be, sure. so, Listen. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I guess it was like, so, so, so I was really fortunate, you know, that we had a couple of lucky breaks in the process when the band began that we got to play some really cool gigs some really cool shows. And I felt like it was becoming this like bigger thing than I really knew like what to do with. Um, Uh and and let me tell you, self doubt is a real bitch. Like, (laughs) <laughs> she will take you out. She will take yeah. you out. And so, well, I mean, let's talk was, about that real quick. Because, like, you know, I think people, you know, there's a real stigma that goes with being an artist or being a musician. And it's like you get to do what you love and you're free to do it and, like, put it out into the world. But, like, there's so much that goes on, like, on the emotional end, on the back end. Like, it's really all. Oh, my you. God. And, you know, when the highs are highs, that's great. And when the lows are lows, that's, like, you know, tenfold. And then when you put in the money game, too, of, like, you're supporting yourself this way, it's really a lot of pressure. So, yeah, Yeah. that's all, like, that's all contingent or part of what creates the self-doubt. And money does play into that. Like, when you're having a hard time covering your overhead, you're kind of, like, wondering, like, "Is is this good enough? You know, like, yeah, it's a cycle of things that transpire there. For sure. It's like, I mean, you see in show business, like, just like this social media world that we live in, all all of your best moments are out there, right? So Mm -hmm. everybody is seeing, like, oh, you're playing this gig, you're playing that show. Oh, it's like so so great yeah, you're so talented and uh, but then here I am like in my own head being like I'm not a prolific enough songwriter I I'm a half guitar player I'm you know I'm like all that that like negative reel will really get oh, you down no, I, and so I, 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 
get it. I get it. I mean, the, the stuff that goes through my brain when I'm painting my doodles, I'm like, er, you got to turn that way down right now. It's a mind control thing you have to do with yourself. Because, I mean, you're human at the end sure. of the day, and you're putting out, like, pretty emotional or intimate stuff if you're doing it correctly. And, like, that's What if they don't like my song? What if nobody likes my song? If I screw up, so all that. So, you know, we had we had a lot of personnel. So, sort of feel like we had a lot of personnel changes over the years, and it was always really sad for me whenever there was like one person that would leave the band, or this, you know, this person would quit. It was like we're not that like I wasn't doing enough. I wasn't doing my part. I wasn't a good leader. You know, right. and then, um, I mean, to be candid, um, we had a falling out with our last summer in 2016, and that was, it was just real, I think it was like the last straw for me, that I was like, I suck at this. <laughs> yeah. I can't do this, you know, and I was like, well, this, is, I think this is just hard. People really don't realize about, you know, like, for instance, with what I'm doing, I'm doing it on my own, so the only personalities I have to deal with are the ones in my head, so... You know, on one, uh, you know, on one end, it's great because it's like, Jesus, who's texting me right now? Please stop. Um, on one end, it's like, okay, like that's all I have to maintain. And I'm, you know, so I don't have any other support along the ride, along the, the journey, as they say on The Bachelor, with me. And also, and I would love, I would love to have that support. But also what people kind of forget when you're in a band and the bigger the band is, the more people you have a band. It's a marriage. It's literally. It, it is a marriage. Yeah. It's maintaining multiple, multiple very intimate relationships, spending a lot of time together. And, with, you know. With, with several other creative people, no less. Like, right. One so other like a, a several other artists. And we're already like complicated enough individuals not to have to like put five in a room together and say okay <laughs> go for it and then and then add in you know with that becomes being involved in everyone's personal lives and people grow and change just like they do yep. when you're dating totally. someone or are married to someone so like you know that's always how I've looked at when my friends bands have changed or adjusted or you know, disbanded or whatever, because it's like, look, like, I've grown and changed in so many ways, and, like, some people I was involved with back in the day wouldn't be ideal now. You know, I get it, but sure. it's heartbreaking. Sure. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. It is. It's hard. It's It was hard. So, you know, I sort of just, like, I took a step back from all of it. I was just needed some time to, I don't know, be me and figure out, regroup, find my footing again. And, so I did that. I just, I let things sort of be, and I stepped back from it, and we had been working on an album, and it was just, I just, we just put it on the shelf, and everybody kind of, I don't know, hibernated into their personal lives, which is also part of living too, right? You know, you're supposed right. to have that balance. Yeah. Which I think with artists doesn't happen a lot because we get because our art is our life. So you yeah. know, I got into a relationship, I fell in love, I let like all of those things that I never really let happen happen. Um, right. Yeah, but then like you find, then you're like, okay, now I'm on this path, but I'm 
I really miss that part of my life too. Like, how do I? Shit. <laughs> yeah. How, how do, do I do that? both? I don't know. And so that has been like the journey the last three years, like being like, I need to get, okay, I'm like, I'm taking some time. I started, I started playing more, playing my guitar more and trying to become more confident, a more confident player, which I think was also what played into like all of that doubt was that I'm not like, I'm not good enough, but really it's been good because the last three years I've just worked on my like chops and um, right. and have just tried to t- turn down the noise in my mind and to say you can do this so right. you know we play we still played shows we still played yes, shows but so we never really stopped all together but um and we we're very very fortunate because a very very talented friend who's also a songwriter he's a multi-instrumentalist Eric Von Marco and he stepped in and was, was happy to, to, to do the job, and, and he has really been there for us through all of this, so it's been, it's been really great to kind of, like, bring him into the fold. So, it's, you know, it's all an ever-evolving game sometimes, it seems, but um, my brother, who has really been with me through this whole thing, you know, finally started to say about, like, a year ago, he was like, you know, and he himself had gone through some personal life changes, significant changes that brought about chaos in his own world where he couldn't focus on the project. So once everybody's life sort of settled down, we were all like, wait, we miss each other. <laughs> yeah, we miss them. Do you guys want to play shows again? <laughs> Do you guys want to go back to that album? So Tony was like, I, we need to bring this album out. We, we put a lot of work into this, like, let's finish this thing. And I was like, okay, let's do it. Like, let's finish this thing. Let's start playing shows again. Let's get back out there. And so, so that, that, so this, this is like year, the official announcement that the, yeah, the, I guess so. The, and that was another yeah. thing. People were like, where have you been? Like, I, I didn't like make an announcement. I wasn't ever like, I didn't want to say we're breaking up or we're doing this. Like, I just felt like, no, I'm not going to do that because I don't want that to be an official thing. Like, it, no, like, and sure it has happen. to be. Yeah. And so yeah. Like, I think also. Instead, like, I just ghosted you're... everybody. <laughs> yeah, you totally ghosted, man. I, I just ghosted Baltimore. I just ghosted the music scene. I was like, yeah, I'm out. See ya. I got to I gotta take a break. Well, I mean, look, it's a lot. It's an undertaking, you know, and I can completely relate to what you're saying about you know, trying to maintain a personal life versus your creative life. And, you know, it was like two weeks ago that my friend and I like went out to a party, like an art party that I didn't have art showing in. And I wasn't really like going to go. And then I was like, this is crazy. Like what's, when's the last time you were at like an art show that wasn't yours? Yeah. Right. You know, cause like, your your personal life becomes part of your your professional life, your personal life, and vice versa, and your relationships all tangle into it. And, like, before you know it, it's like there's not really enough of you to go around. And you're, like, exhausted. No, yeah. You know, you're just, like, worn sure. out. And so, I mean, sure. I think it's great that you took that time for yourself and, like, really started, like, focusing on things that, you know, for you were challenging, especially like fundamentally like guitar playing and like stuff like that. Because I mean, look, 
in order to propel yourself or like, and what I mean is like even like overcome your own issues, right? Like your own things that you're yeah. Oh yeah. Like you got to take that oh, yeah. time and practice. And I've been fortunate in the past year, you know, even with moving into copycat and having that ability, there's been a lot of changes in my work because I've been able to really dial into it. And so I love that you moved to the copycat. I love it. Dad. I think it is, I think it, I know. I just think it's like, like a testament, like you're out there and you're doing it. You're making art all the time and you're putting yourself out there and you're immersing yourself and in the world, in the culture. And it's, it's, yeah. it's brave. Thanks. I appreciate that. I mean, it's a, it's a trip. I'll tell you. And like, you know, it's funny because, uh, Michael Owens on the Baltimore love project, I think it was like five years ago. was like, you need to move into the copycat. And I was like, yo man, I don't think I'm ready. And then I ended up here anyway. And I'm like, all right, we're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> you manifested that shit. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, all right, here we are. Let's, uh, ride this wave. So I do love living here, though. Like, this is seriously one of the best situations I've had, and I've learned so much from, like, some of the other artists in the building and whatever. So, like, for all intents and purposes, I highly recommend this joint if you can find yourself a good one in here. Um, anyway, there you go. I know. I'm, like, like full copycat endorser. Um, so let's talk about what you have coming up gig wise because this weekend you're playing in Patterson park. Yes. Right. We are. We are. We're playing, um, the first of their concert series, their summer concert series, which is awesome. So totally. We play from six thirty to eight thirty um, by the pagoda on the pagoda stage. Um, in Patterson park and it's going to be really awesome. It's family friendly event. You bring the kiddos, Come out, pack some chairs, pack a blanket, pack a picnic. I believe they have some food trucks set up or some something set up, um, some vendors. But it's it's great. And then um, it's the it's the ninth, it, right? So that's Sunday. It's the ninth. Yep. Sunday the ninth okay. from six thirty to eight thirty. And then next Friday we're playing really together on the date. Yes. Let's talk about <laughs> next Saturday at the eight by ten. Very important. Friday. Next Friday. Friday. Next, next Friday, Friday, yeah, it's a really special gig um, for our buddy Eli Roth, who used to work at the 8 by 10 or does work at the 8 by 10 um, or used to, I'm not sure if he's still doing that now, but um, he went to college with Audrey, our bass player, he's obviously a buddy of all of ours, and um, he was just diagnosed with um, pretty aggressive cancer testicular cancer that had spread so he's going through some rigorous treatments and you know it's his it's really a huge it's bummer a, to benefit. hear something like that and this is a benefit and so we're doing a big family yeah yeah so he obviously can't work and he's a newlywed and his wife is having a baby they're having their first child so to compound the fact that you're already your health is compromised you know it's like you have all this really right. great news and can't really it's bittersweet so we're together with Timmy Timmy our our guitar player and singer and kick-ass songwriter um he also has his, his own project three fifths so the telltale and three fifths we're getting to rejoin forces and we're doing a big benefit show for it's all proceeds ticket sales everything's going to Eli and his family 
and that is next Friday night, June 14th, um, at the Anti-10. So it would be really, really awesome. It's an early show. Doors are at 7, so, you know, we'll music yeah, at start at 8. We're going to open things up. Yeah, I'm going so like, to I'm gonna even get out on a Friday night. I'm going to go to happy hour and go right to this. Right to the hometown club, 8x10, who's, like, one of the best places in the world, if you guys don't know. Beth Abigail, we love you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so, yeah, so that, so there's two big full band shows, and then um, we're also doing the, the lovely, I'm out doing a solo set of the last too, um, with Jordan Oxen and Swing Circle, the lovely Lee show. Um, Ross Lee who passed away um, last year, I guess that was. Um, so I'll be doing a solo set, which is just, it's just another good thing for me because sometimes I, you, it's no nerve-wracking to do a set all by yourself when you're used to having a kick Yeah, set you're up there all by yourself, man. I mean, like, yeah, what, so we, were talk, we were talking about that. Kara asked me when we sat, or when we connected to the soundboard, like, she, I was like, should I feel nervous? And then I was, she was like, oh, I'm just talking to Jess. I'll be fine. And I was like, dude, I get nervous before everything I do. Like, I, I do. Like, I, yeah, I it's normal. Yeah. It's normal. You know, it's weird you didn't have, like, some blood of nerves at all. So, yeah. I mean, so, it's yeah, not so like you become, like, a total local. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, and I hope everybody can come out and... Come see us, and we're working on the album again. So we're hoping to actually have some singles to release um, this summer. So fingers crossed. This summer. We'll have um, our first couple, couple singles, and then hopefully we're done the live tracking. Now we're doing the mixing and editing portion of making this, finishing this record. So the plan is to have it done by 2019 and to do a big celebration. Yeah, we're that. Yeah, I mean, I look. We're gonna get, we're gonna jump off here in a second, but you've heard it here first on Just Messin' Broadcast that Kara Kelly and the Telltale are back. They're in action. <laughs> They're playing. They're working on this album. It is unshelved and it is happening. And look, like I'm just so thrilled that you know you figured this out and that you're ready to you know, kind of grace us with your art and music again. And, you know, you just bring, you like, I just always, like, considered you, like, the daisy in the music scene here. Like, it's just upbeat and fun. And, like, no, but seriously, like, you know, it's, it's really, like, caring and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So, like, you know, I think we, I mean, we are very fortunate here in Baltimore to have a lot of music, like a lot of wonderful musicians and songwriters, but you're, I consider you part of that. And I look forward thank to you. seeing what you bring out for us, bud. Thanks. And thanks so much for reaching out. I, I, I have to say, like, you know, it, it, I'm grateful to you for being like, no, no, you're an artist. You're doing this. <laughs> let's get you out. Let's get you back out there, though.
I'll probably, yeah, I have um, Pride this weekend with some friends, and I'm going to try to get over there, but definitely next Friday for sure. And so, guys, don't forget, this weekend in Patterson Park, next weekend, um, Friday is the benefit for Eli, and that's at the 8 by 10. So we look forward to seeing you there. From all of us here at Lions Radio Network, we thank you for listening all around the world, especially to our listeners here in Baltimore. For me and Kara Kelly... Uh, we did you adieu. Thank you, guys. Bye, Kara. Bye. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Jess. Bye. Bye.